0: This is Greta Christina, and you are listening to Keith and Mike on Being Humanist. We're live. Uh, welcome back. You're listening to Being Humanist. Uh, we are actually... It's a Being Humanist reboot. We're, we're getting ready to start episode probably 46 or 47, I don't know, <laughs> but it's going to be episode number one as we're starting ourselves all afresh on a new server. We're no longer using Libsyn. We're going to move to... Uh, Uh, blog talk radio and uh anyway we're here we're back i'm mike and i'm keith and and we're here this is uh kind of a. I I suppose maybe i should get something out of the way really quick we are recording in my house and i do have the last time you we talked was probably a one-year-old daughter now she's two years old and she's talking to me through the door i don't know (laughs) if you can hear this or not but she's there but anyway yeah, we're here, and this is going to be about the most unprofessional three, three-time three start for the new show that I think I've ever done, but uh, it is what it is, so...
1: <laughs> It'll be okay. This is so late. What's going on, Keith? <laughs> Not much, man. Uh, just doing a lot of the same uh, compared to what I was doing last time. We were actually regularly putting out shows. Uh, I'm still working towards that degree. It goes a little slower when you're in your 30s and an adult and have to work and pay bills. But um, I'm getting there. I'm getting closer. Um, I have... uh, Since uh, the last time we published a show, I think we did a one-off show that never was published. Mm -hmm. But I'll repeat this information. I've been, uh, been seeing... A girl for a little over a year now. Um, some of you may know I was uh, previously married, and that, uh, that didn't work out, but, you know.
0: I'm sorry, man.
1: <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm still going for my scientific pursuits and still trying to be as socially and politically conscious as I can throughout the whole thing Um, I'm also learning to enjoy my life and maybe be a little less serious about everything sometimes but um, there are still things that really just piss me off and that's uh, (laughs) a Part of why we're doing this again, I think, is probably because a lot has changed since the last time we've done the show. A lot of um, unthinkable things have happened.
0: (laughs) Well, well, I can tell you something right now. Um, I think, one, it's been a good year since we've done one, so I feel really rusty right now. But two, um, I'm glad that you feel rusty, too, because I felt like a complete loser trying to start this show. But um, I think the other thing... um, I'm I'm sensing a bit of a sadness in our voices because of what has transpired over the last year. <laughs> For sure, um, and I think I know that when we were discussing getting this thing going back on, uh, I mean, even what closer to Christmas or a little before Christmas, it was um, obviously the election mm-hmm. of 2016 finished and we were both feeling pretty motivated like hey what the hell what the hell is going on in the world but um i kind of interrupted
1: you so well that's uh nobody wants to hear about my personal life (laughs) but i guess i i mean you started to talk you started
0: to talk about what was going on politically oh
1: yeah well a lot has changed since the the last time we actually put out a show published a show Mm -hmm. um i actually think it was uh we had our friend kelly as a guest Mm -hmm. um we hadn't really gotten even into the the uh primary race much at that point like there may have been some rumors about who might run and who might do what and i think we were still on the uh, begging for elizabeth warren to run train and Mm -hmm. then bernie sanders came in and uh really wild both of us, I think. It, at least I can speak for myself, saying he was...
0: I was feeling the burn.
1: Yeah, I was definitely feeling the burn. Um, but, yeah, when we did our last show, we still were in the uh, Obama presidency. Uh, felt like he was making some pretty good moves, maybe not as far left as we would have liked, but, um, you know, you have to... Uh, you have to understand, and maybe we didn't understand at the time, that the reason he may have not gone as progressive as we would have liked is because he was serving everyone, right. not just the progressives. And I think people tend to forget that. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people are gonna forget that with this next president. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna create, hopefully it's not as bad as before. I. What I'm trying to say is, um, Mr. Uh, Trump is our president, and I think, uh, I don't know if there's anyone I could say is to blame for that, but I think that, unfortunately, progressives did play their part in in certain ways. Probably. Uh, And um, I think we'll probably discuss in what ways we're referring to here throughout this conversation.
0: So yeah, one thing is for sure, we did not come up with a agenda to talk about on this show. It's on this episode, it's more of a catch-up kind of a deal. Um we uh um what do I A lot of stuff has happened and I think even you and I have not really talked about everything that's gone on in the world around us. So we're kind of playing catch up, I think maybe ourselves. Um, so this show might sound kind of dull right now, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm. Uh, I think a lot of us are still probably in a little bit of shock. I mean, this is a sh- this is being humanist. Um, we're talking. Uh, I mean, we do a lot of obvious um, atheism, humanism. We try to do science and stuff in the show. I think we started talking a lot of political stuff especially toward the end, because, or, you know, at the end of the last, the first, what do I want to say, episode 44, 43, whatever like that. Um, and now, yeah, we've got this coming in. We've got Trump coming in. And I don't know, as as we've watched him build his cabinet and whatnot, um, I think that uh, a lot of stuff has happened, and it's been really frustrating. And, uh, I think we were both kind of feeling like, Hey, we need to get on and talk about this stuff and maybe figure out how to do our part to make the next, hopefully only four years go by. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what's, what's going on through your mind. What's been going on through your mind?
1: Well, when I like, when I think about this show specifically, I remember when we started, we really discussed a lot of, uh, republican politicians senators people who are potentially candidates not for nomin- the republican nominee um and we would <clears throat> we would talk i don't even think we ever trump ever even crossed our minds at the time um i don't think so. we, we focused a lot on guys like ted cruz thinking oh it was laughable that he he would even have a chance because he's so far right, but actually he made it pretty far. Yeah. And I would say he was the most viable, uh, the most probable option behind Donald Trump. Um, I can't believe in the beginning how successful Ben Carson was, and now he's part of... Now he's part of Trump's administration. Yeah. Um, so all of these people that we basically... Thought we're nut jobs are running our country now.
0: Yeah, I mean we've got uh, the, well, the CEO or main editor, what is his name from Breitbart, is now chief of staff.
1: Oh yeah, um, the hell is that guy's name? <clears throat> I was trying to think. I was about to say Rex Tillerson, but the, the, you're he's, he's
0: going to be a Secretary of State.
1: Yeah, um,
0: yeah ex CEO of Exxon. mm
1: Hmm.
0: Um.
1: Yeah, but I. It's just it's pretty scary to think all that has transpired. <laughs> it's it, it. We I think we may have um, what what happened with us is what has been discussed pretty frequently recently. Is we fell into that problem of maybe. ...giving into that echo chamber. Yeah. Um,
0: We're in our own little bubble.
1: Yeah, we surrounded ourselves with people that think the way we do. And um, I know that there were periods of time where I was convinced that the majority... uh, ...the majority were at least somewhat in line with, with my values... ...or moving in that direction. And maybe it still is. I mean, obviously... We know that Hillary Clinton did win the popular vote, but that doesn't Three matter. Three million votes, yeah. actually. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And um, I actually have a little take a little bit of issue with people um, from our side of things continuously referring back to that because it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't. I mean, you can talk about it all you want. Right. If you're trying to make the point, yeah, that, well, the majority of the people don't agree with. Because I think that comes up a lot in arguments well, hey, the people have spoken. Someone will come back with, no, the people have not spoken because Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by three million votes. But it is really just kind of in the past and it should be, we have to move on. Trump's the president. The Electoral College voted for him. He's going to be inaugurated, like, when? when, Next next, Friday. Next, yeah. This Friday. Really soon. But, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I sound really depressed as I speak about this. But.
0: <laughs> I don't know how we're supposed to be. How are we supposed to be? Are we supposed to sound defeated? Um, Mike Pence is the vice president elect, a guy that we thought had no chance of being reelected as governor of Indiana.
1: Um, I, I'm almost certain we talked about him because of the RFRA yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, we did. Um... I think about all the people that Trump has, uh, placed in his cabinet, all the billionaires that he's placed in his cabinet. And people have talked about how rich Obama's cabinet was, and it doesn't even compare to this. No, and I, don't, I don't have that fact in front of my face. That's just something I read somewhere. I may have to Snopes myself, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> um, I don't know. Are we supposed to be depressed? What are we supposed to do?
1: Well, um, <sighs> I think initially I think when on a the day after election day it, there was more of a shock kind of thing like wow that really happened uh-huh. um, I remember trying to talk to you about it and you just I don't feel like you were quite ready to uh discuss your feelings on the whole thing
0: <laughs> I don't need, I needed a safe space <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember this
1: now but uh um, I just remember that was the the day after the elections when we really fired up the discussion uh, about getting this show back in uh, yeah, <clears> yeah. back in gear. Yeah, because um, I thought I think we figured, wow, we're gonna have a lot to talk about now. Um, but
0: I think we still do because I mean, as much as I feared the idea of uh, Mike Pence being vice president, uh, I mean, this is a guy who denies evolution and supports electroshock therapy for gay conversion, mm-hmm. um, wants to cut funding. He, uh, tried to cut funding for Planned Parenthood in the state of Indiana. And, uh, well, we had a, uh, what did we have like an HIV or what? We had an outbreak in Southern Indiana because people are using d- dirty. Yeah. Something to the effect that mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood wasn't getting money that these people could. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It was a big mess. I, I know uh, exactly
1: what you're talking about. But. Um,
0: but now they're also, I mean, they've got Jeff Sessions lined up as uh, attorney general. Is that correct? Is that right?
1: Yes. And I remember our biggest, recently Our you and I discussed Jeff Sessions. Um, our My biggest issue, and I think yours with him, is his obvious um, bias towards um, the religious right, uh, right.
0: and... Uh, he doesn't think that we have moral authority or any moral ability to judge character or, or carry out policy or anything like that because we don't believe in God.
1: Right, and, and during his confirmation hearing, he had, they had he'd actually directly been asked about secular judges and their qualifications for the job and he sessions had said that um he felt that secular judges were further away from the truth uh, how could they be close to the truth um he didn't he, he tried to stay away from it i think as much as he could but he i feel like that statement right there says a lot about what sessions is going to be doing um so, in the person, after he had said that, um, the the man who was questioning him had said something in response such, along the lines of, a secular person has just as good of a claim to understanding the truth as a person who is religious, correct? And um, uh, Sessions actually came back with, oh, I'm not sure. So, that's pretty telling right there, that that he actually sees a difference in... I think he sees a difference in worth between a secular person and a religious person. He... I think he feels that secular people are less qualified to be in government positions, which is strange because there's supposed to be no religious test required to serve in any sort of Mm -hmm. government office. So what's happened? What, what happened? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did happen?
1: Like, seriously,
0: what actually happened? Because I felt maybe while Obama, you know, well, we have Obama for four more days, <laughs> three, uh, three and a half days. Um, maybe there was such progress in one route that, uh, um, towards, you know, I, I while he didn't always do the greatest job when it came to um, inclusion of secularism, atheism, he did bring it up in his in his speeches multiple times. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he started to make uh, all of us feel like we belonged a little bit more, like people were thinking about us kind of right. a deal and politics. So I think that we probably got ourselves. Maybe maybe we got maybe we got maybe our head grew a little bit you know maybe we're thinking hey maybe we're doing what we need to be doing um and maybe we can relax a little bit
1: yeah well we definitely got i think we got too comfortable we got cocky um and i think that we through being a little too comfortable we maybe came off as um having a superiority complex over those who did not share our opinions. And um, I think that we accuse, broadly accused, uh, those who leaned right and those who voted Republican as being um, uneducated, generally dumb. Mm -hmm. Um, We called them lunatics. (laughs) We called them... Just anything that you can think of, derogatory. And we we had just carried an air of pretension as a group, I think. And I think that um, what we did, and I think we even talked about this um, when we would discuss. Uh, our show started out focusing more how, I think it was more of a, Religion versus atheism, kind of thing. When we started the show out, right? But for sure, it was um,
0: we were two angry atheists.
1: Yeah, and I remember when we would discuss like how how to speak to a religious person um, about your atheism and or even debate um, the existence of God. And I remember we would, I think we both agreed that if you if you would beat someone over their head with facts it would just cause them to double down and mm-hmm. become more defensive and it would reinforce their belief opposite belief mm-hmm. um, even more like they would entrench themselves it, but big picture wise I don't think that we were seeing outside, We were the same thing was happening when it came to social and political issues um, people were on the left were beating people on the right over the head with facts and links and studies and haha you're stupid look this is you can't argue with facts and I think it just uh, it really turned them off on you know what uh, while we were doing that they I think they banded together the voter you you could and I think the evidence for that is the voter turnout for um, registered republicans which um they pulled together, and they made the change they wanted to see. Like I remember when I was on Justin's show; um, uh, his show is called "An Army of Principles." If anybody's listening, you probably remember Justin, who <laughs> was a frequent guest on our show. But Justin had said to me, and I thought this was sounded pretty much right: that that uh, white Christians. Came together and voted like a minority. They felt like they were the ones being persecuted. They felt like they were under attack, and they all came together and they struck back against um, the progressive wave, and they they halted it. And uh, we did a one eighty, man, a complete one eighty. Like it would be one thing if we could, if we threw in Marco Rubio or even Mitt Romney, some kind of at least semi-moderate Republican, you know, it would have been one thing, okay, you know, maybe we went a little far with the progressive thing and these guys are here to, you know, temper it a little bit, like, let's, now let's watch ourselves here. We have some people who aren't quite ready for this, <laughs> uh-huh. for, for this change that's been occurring, but instead, man, we went backwards. We've already got first day back, what did what did the uh, what did Congress do?
0: Repel Obamacare.
1: Yeah, or parts of it at one thirty a.m. Yeah, and I believe it's gone through both the House and Senate, right?
0: Uh, possibly, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, so that'll be up to Trump when he's uh, inaugurated. Inaugurated to decide what to do with that to to sign that or to veto it or. And, you know, one of Trump's campaign promises was to repeal Obamacare.
0: He had a lot of campaign promises.
1: But then he backpedaled on that a little bit, too, and had said that, well, parts of it he likes. He likes the pre-existing condition part of it. He likes that uh, kids can stay on it until they're 26 with their parents, you know. They can stay on their parents' insurance until the age of 26. Uh, there are a lot of things he said he still liked about it and he didn't want to get rid of. But the my, the, the, thing, the fear is they they've done this just as like a, ha-ha, you're gone and now your legacy is gone. It's like, I feel like it's just like, but they have nothing to replace it with.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when did they ever? They never came up with another plan.
1: Uh-huh. So this whole us versus them mentality that exists on both sides of the fence... Is being is coming to fruition before our eyes inside of our own government. The us versus them mentality. Now they're like, we've got control now, and whether it's the right thing to do or not, I we're going to take away Obama's legacy. Whether it's the responsible thing to do or not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like maybe I've I've always been of the opinion that the Affordable Care Act. Has a lot of flaws, but it has a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I don't like it completely. Um, I can speak from just from myself. I mean, I don't that that the insurance that was available to me through healthcare, healthcare.gov dot gov was barely affordable,
0: okay,
1: if at all. And I I didn't do it, so I'm going to be fined. Mm-hmm. I don't like that part of it, <laughs> obviously, because it's going to affect me personally. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, prior to that, like, I had no other option for healthcare if I didn't get it through my employer. At least now I've got some kind of option, even if it, the deductibles are outrageous and the monthly charge for it is a little out of my price range. Mm-hmm. At least I could try to scrape by with something.
0: Yeah. So you wound <laughs> up taking the fine.
1: I'm it, yes. Because it turns out that taking the fine, I end up spending less altogether than I do for insurance. That basically does nothing. Like, because I, I understand that the point of the Affordable Care Act was for people in my age group, the younger people, to sign up for this so they could pay for the people who really Decre- need it.
0: Decrease the overall cost for everyone. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I would have liked to have gone along with that, but I just couldn't. It's uh
0: yeah, I'd heard this where I mean most young people who they were hoping would sign up just didn't because they couldn't afford it, right, and they would rather take the fine and they'll be healthy and they'll be okay, but the way that it was set up was honestly that the younger people would ease out the cost for everyone, yeah, that's costs easy. would go down,
1: and that's obviously a huge that's a huge flaw, yeah, but. At the same time, it's been in place for a while now, and they're just—they just want to rip it back out. It's going to affect lots of people if they just completely rip it out. It's going to affect a lot of people in a bad way. If—if uh, if they take out the pre-existing condition thing, there's there are going to be a lot of people who suffer from that.
0: Mm-hmm. But then there's also a lot of people that it's helped out tremendously. Like, I, I, you mean, I mean, I hear these stories, especially those of Republican, conservative, whatever, who were on it and it saved their lives, cancer treatments or whatever kind of a deal. And they were super happy about it. They kind of switched positions. Mm -hmm. Of course, I've also heard stories about how people were happy that Obamacare was going to be repealed and they were okay because they were on the Affordable Care Act. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that too. Oh, that's sad. Couldn't, how see that right there um, <clears throat> I think that's a problem where you have a general public who is so misinformed that something has been called something else and they think it's two different things Affordable Care Act has been called Care for seven years and everybody thinks that they're two different things and they're happy with well, those who are happy with the ACA are happy with it and they're excited because oh, oh, I don't even get it. I don't even get it. I don't know how people can be so stupid. Like, yeah. And here I am talking down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I don't get it. It's hard not to, but maybe kind of getting back onto that topic. Um, it's obvious that social media has played a huge role and I think maybe one of the biggest roles because everybody who has an internet connection is able to voice their opinion and they are able to control and filter what they, what mm-hmm. news they get what posts they can see um,
0: delete the posts of those who don't agree with him
1: unfriend yes block
0: yeah um what do we do moving forward
1: we I I, it's hard to say but I know that I know one thing we have to we have to try to find a way to to speak to one another those of us who are on opposite Mm -hmm. sides of the fence we have to find a way to speak to one another we have to try to find a middle ground we have to try to Swallow our pride in a sense to uh, To meet in the middle Or
0: You know what I think it's harder though uh, In a sense because Had it been Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio Or somebody else Jeb Bush um, They probably would have Tried to go down the same route That's you know it's Regardless of who took the presidency on the republican party it was probably going to go down the same route Mm -hmm. they have both houses um the senate and house um so uh, i think the difficult part the the part that's hard to swallow is the person who actually has it and all the things that they say all the the derogatory comments the constant twitter battles Mm -hmm. um I mean, seriously, we have a president coming in that, you know, we like to talk about people, whether they're going to be presidential in their office, they're going to act a certain way. And you have a a guy who uses Twitter in the way he does, and he hasn't stopped Uh since being elected. But, I mean, he says all this ridiculous stuff, and it's just like, it's like, how do I take you seriously? I mean... All these uh, nasty racist things that came out at rallies, um, uh, grab him by the pussy, Um, all this ridiculous stuff, completely ridiculously unpresidential stuff, and I'm supposed to swallow my pride and give him a chance. I think that's what's hard.
1: Yeah. Well, um, we obviously have to be vigilant. But in a way, I feel like what, what, in what sense are you, do you mean give him a chance? Like,
0: let, I mean, let his policies happen. Let's, no. let's see what happens. Let's see which direction he takes it. But, because I mean, if it was Ted Cruz or somebody else, I mean, they didn't say anything like he said. There was never this constant um, Twitter feed nonsense happening at 4 a.m. because oh, yeah. somebody's upset because SNL made fun of him. I mean, I am having a hard time with the fact that I, I think we have what I, you would consider a toddler running the country in four days. Yeah.
1: Very thin skin. Um, and it, the thing that <laughs> baffles me is that he's won the presidency. He's he's about to be inaugurated in in his most recent press conference. He's still speaking as if he's campaigning for the presidency. Like he's he, he took a swipe at Hillary Clinton. Why? What's the point? And also, the, the scariest part about that press conference to me was how he wouldn't answer CNN. CNN's question, calling them fake news. If he's trying to shut down and poison the well against CNN with his supporters, that's that's scary. That's that's like planting the seeds of an authoritarian regime. <laughs> You're sil- silencing the media, discrediting the media as the president of the United States. That's just that's a bad move, and it's a it's a move that we should we should all, I think, seriously be concerned about.
0: Whether they, you know, the whole golden shower thing. <laughs> um, Buzzfeed published the whole thing. They published the papers. Um, I think CNN at least just said, "Hey, this is what was going on." Mm-hmm. Um everybody said that it was unsubstantiated so i guess the question you know as far as journalis- journalistic integrity is concerned i mean do you publish stuff that's unsubstantiated ever um what well, warranted the them even doing it in the first place i'm not saying that cnn shouldn't be trusted as a news source cuz i mean i i think they should I mean they are CNN mm-hmm. but uh I mean how often do unsubstantiated stories get shared
1: Well they get shared a lot but usually not by reputable That's what I'm news saying. organizations but but it it has happened there the, but when it happens generally that news organization you know admits that they've made a mistake and they apologize Correct. for it
0: yeah, of course. Hell, even Fox News has posted fake stories because they didn't check their sources.
1: Yeah, they they were they they were pretty bad about that. Still, to my knowledge, probably still are. Um, but I don't know. I think we obviously have to like keep our wits about us in the, in a Trump presidency and. You got a thought there?
0: Well, okay. So we've been talking for about 30 some minutes now. Um, Most of it's been very somber. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we've had a real chance to uh, even just the two of us sit down and talk about what the hell is going on in the world around us. I know that right after he was elected, the day after, um, a lot of people I worked with were just like, it was gloomy. Like, uh, and I know that I work in an institution where it's pretty liberally biased and I mean, it is what it is, but yeah, I'm kind of living in my own bubble because of it. Um, but, uh, I guess there, God, how many people have been talking about this in the last uh, two months? It's like, uh, we're kind of playing catch up here, but, um,
1: We also don't want to beat a dead horse.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So moving forward, I mean, um, I think we've been – I said that I was shaken to my core the day after. I remember that Um, just because – I mean, there's a number of reasons that I'm upset. Yeah, I'm upset because there's a conservative in office. Uh, Republican. Um, that's not to say that I couldn't hope that I would ever vote for a Republican because I don't think it's impossible no. so far to this day. My record indicates that it is impossible because <laughs> I don't think I've ever voted for a Republican, but that I didn't want to say that that was, that it was impossible that I wouldn't. Um, but I think, um, the fact that you have a reality star, um, I don't know. There's just this amount of, how did we let a reality star win? How did this even, how did this guy pull this off? Um, but all these appointments and everything that, that have happened, um, I do feel like there's an amount of, well, I guess we better get our shit together. Um, I have a bad feeling that separation of church and state is going to be under attack more, obviously more so than it has in the last eight years, Mm -hmm. even though some really ridiculous things happened while Obama was president. But I mean, that's going to happen. The president doesn't have all out authority yet, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, and I don't even want to, I don't even want to assume that that's going to happen as much as somebody might want it to. I would like to hope that, shit would happen. Like people would step up and say, no, this is, no, you can't. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, Donald, <laughs> you can't do this. Um, I don't care what Pence is whispering in your little ear. Yeah. Um, but, um, I think that, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I don't want to be, I don't think that we need to be talking down to people. I, I don't know that I even necessarily talk down to people. Um, um, uh, because I feel like you people are idiots because you believe in a higher power kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, but I think, I think that we need to figure out how to regroup, how to stoke the fire. I mean, is it not being stoked? I don't know. Do you think that the, um, the humanist, free thought, atheist, movement or whatever that had been going on do you think it's um do you think it's changed do you think it
1: i i kind of yeah i do think it's changed a little bit i think me i don't know if it's lost steam but i feel like there there was a lot more solidarity 5 6 years ago within the atheist community um than there is now I know I discussed this with you specifically within the YouTube atheist community. There's a really big split with um, those who um, seem to have some almost alt-right points of view as opposed to the more progressive. Um, one of the more uh, popular feuds between in the atheist community is between The Amazing Atheist and Steve Shives. Um Steve Shives is on more of the progressive end of things, and uh, the amazing atheist is more on the seems to be moving towards that alt right kind of thing, but I don't think'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna say he's completely alt right because I think his biggest problem right now is um, with uh, social justice warriors and um, identity politics things of that nature um amazing atheists is, feels like we're creating problems with with uh, the political correctness um you have people worrying more about what pronoun to use than you know issues that are going to affect us in bigger ways down the road uh i think that's a huge turnoff for a lot of people um you do you, do you see where I'm going with that at all well i mean i guess kind
0: of i i don't know that you're explaining well um where he fits in the alt right movement well, i think that he's really it's not and i don't listen to him very i don't search him out he's not to say that he's been uh good or bad or whatever it's uh he's just he, i've never been attracted to what he produces kind of a deal. Yeah, his Uh, style. I've been more about, thank God I'm atheist, or the thinking atheist. I mean, there's a different kind of atheist, humanist person. And, I mean, you have to understand as well, I mean, obviously, not all atheists think the same way.
1: No, it's definitely Uh, not a catch-all term. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, atheism is literally just the lack of belief in in deity, period. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, that obviously, (laughs) I mean, I had a rude awakening of about a year, year and a half ago, realizing that not all atheists were humanists. I mean, it's just a lack of belief. So the amazing atheist. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I've heard about people talking about him kind of aligning in an alt right, but I don't know why I don't listen to him. So I don't have
1: the evidence to back it up. I know he, he, he endorsed, he endorsed Trump for president. I know that. Oh, my. Yeah. (laughs) I think think his biggest thing, that Didn't,
0: like, Jacqueline Glenn and other people, like, join him occasionally or whatever? I mean, I'm sure I laughed at him in the past. That's disappointing.
1: But I just... But the thing is, is you know what it is? Uh, When I said there's more solidarity four or five years ago...
0: Yeah.
1: I think what happens is... When the presidential election takes place is when people really start to voice their opinions about everything. You see more uh, of what's inside certain people. And I think sometimes we're shocked. Oh, I didn't know this person felt this way about this. And we, we start to we start to look at people differently, and I think I think that's probably what has caused the the um, arguments that are going on with that YouTube atheist community. And more than anything, is is the election, I think. But anyway, you asked yes, what what his deal was with the alt right. I, I really don't know 100. percent. I'll I just know that that was there were lots of videos referring to that. I do know that his name's TJ, the amazing atheist. I know that he. I think his biggest issue is political correctness. He thinks it's gotten out of hand, and Bill Maher also isn't one of those people who thinks political correctness has gotten out of hand, and maybe it has. Maybe, maybe it's not as important as a lot of people on the left make it out to be. Um, I don't know what to say about that.
0: I understand what you're saying. Um, even working in a, at a university, there's a there's an element of you want all inclusiveness. You want people to know that you want people who are marginalized to know that they can talk to you, that they feel, they can feel welcome, whatever. I mean, it kind of, I mean, there's no difference, I suppose, in that. Uh, Well, there is a difference, but um, with Islam, I mean, there's, yeah, I want to welcome Muslims into this country, especially like refugees from Syria and whatnot. Um, while I want to welcome them into this country, that doesn't mean that I believe what they believe. It yeah. doesn't mean that I'm like a Muslim all of a sudden. Yeah, um, They're human and I want them to live a happy life. Um, sure. And I think that's the same way. So, Uh, I mean, like when it comes to transgender, what pronoun you're supposed to use or anything, you want people to be happy. You want people to be themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how social justice warriors are good or bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I would consider myself a social justice warrior when it comes to certain things. I mean, hell for atheism and humanism. I don't know why I wouldn't be considered a social justice warrior. Yeah, I, I think there are people who go pretty far with it.
1: Yeah, well, unfortunately, the SJWs have uh, the social justice warrior has become it's started to carry a negative connotation to it. Yeah, um, it's um, and the thing is, is like, I'm dating a girl that's a little bit younger than me, and she's more kind of hip to, <laughs> to this kind of thing than I am, and. I did. I, I didn't realize how many different, like, gender identities existed. Like, you ever heard of non-binary? Yes. Um, like all of these things. Like I did. I just didn't know that they were a thing.
0: Not. I don't want to sound like a haughty, taughty intelligent person yeah. or whatever. But yeah, um, there. When I first found out that cisgender people existed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you know what cisgender is?
1: Uh, that's just pretty much... what me, yeah, me and We're yeah. cisgender. <laughs>
0: we're not gay. We're into the opposite sex. Right. Although there have been a moment or two. But anyway, that's a story. <laughs> no. Um, but no, those are those terms. I I did not know that they all existed, but once I heard cisgender, I was like, what the hell is that? And I found out it was me. Yeah. And I was like, well, what are all the other terms? So I had to do a search. I'm not claiming that I'm an expert by any means. It's just that, the, yeah... So, that means that, are you telling me that, okay, you say you're not hip to it, so what does that put her? I mean, what what has she told you that you didn't know? What's flooring your mind?
1: The thing that that really confused me to begin with was she kept talking about an individual, an individual person that that she knew, and when she was talking about them, she kept referring to that person as they, or them, Mm -hmm. or... I didn't know what the hell was going on, so I'm just like, "Wait, a minute, who are who, who we talking? Are you like who? Who is they? Like, you talking about multiple people here?" It's like, "No, I'm talking about one person." He's like, "Well, this person was born by, uh, biologically a female, but they consider themselves gender fluid. Uh-huh. Um, uh, she's so they want to be referred to as they or them." And I'm like. Okay, I, I I suppose I can do that, <laughs> uh-huh. but it's just the problem is, is I think a, a lot of these people who g- get into the the social justice warrior thing in that aspect of it with uh, pronouns, um, I think there are a lot of them that it's just like a hair trigger. Like I didn't know that I could have went and met these people and just offended everyone in the room,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. I think that some of them, these people maybe need to be a little bit more understanding of those who might not be aware of these pronouns and not come at them with such vitriolic rage when someone does get it wrong. Mm -hmm. Because I want to get it right. Yeah. But when you come at somebody like that and if they came at me like that I would, I would be like oh I'd, I'd, I'd apologize and, I, and I'd say I, w- I won't make that mistake again but there are a lot of people who are going to be very turned off by that and they're going to not give a shit about what those people want to be called and they're going to just despite them call them right. he or she or whatever and that element of the SJW movement I, th- I can see where that is Maybe a problem, and they need to kind of cool it a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't even know what <laughs> to say. I, I may, I may not. That might not be very popular with our base. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. but I. That's just that's the way I feel about it. Like I, I again, I want it. If that's what they want to be called, they should. That's fine. They should be able to be called whatever they want to be called, and we should honor that and respect that. But we also shouldn't be made to feel. Stupid, stupid, or bad, and and vice versa for atheists speaking to religious people, or
0: yeah,
1: a, a liberal talking to a conservative. We've got to find a way to stop like
0: being offended,
1: being yeah. Maybe maybe that's the thing. So there are elements of this this whole thing, this whole anti PC thing, where I can see like we just need to take little bits of everything and find a way for everybody to get along.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, I think uh, we might have a We might have a long road in front of us. I don't know. Cause I know that there are certain, I mean, they, them, whatever. Uh, I know that I've had difficulty. Um, I want to understand it. I want to understand the differences and, you know, gender fluidity and whatnot. Um, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be totally wrong, I think Johnny Depp's daughter mm-hmm. considers herself gender fluid. Uh-huh. Um, and that was the first time I'd heard that term in re- relation to her. Yeah, um, I know that he said he was proud of her. Of course, I don't know if you're using the correct pronoun or not. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um,
1: so... so, <laughs> so but that's the problem here. You have people like this, though, that we're d- discussing, and then you have like this guy that's just a factory worker, and he hears Donald Trump saying that he's going to do all these things, and he sees this person over here worried about and just up in arms about something like that. That person, that just blue collar worker, is going to look at that and be like, "That's just batshit insane," and I don't care about that. And they're gonna they're going to look down upon that element mm-hmm. of the left, and I think that they're going to look at that as a representation of the left,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think some, a lot of people on the left are going to look at the craziest right wing person and view that as a representation of the right, but I think in the grand scheme of things, most people are a little more down to earth than we think they are. I think we've all been duped into Looking at caricatures of each side and it's it's a big source of the the anger and the and the, the the divide that we see right now I think they've been just played up on both sides a little more than they should have been and unfortunately the result of that is True. yeah and we and we just we got beaten voter turnout. Handily, in most parts of the country. Just bigger cities, obviously. Hillary Clinton took the share of the votes. but Yeah,
0: the more um, liberal states.
1: But Donald Trump's basically swept the South Middle America.
0: I mean, what can you do? I mean, here we are in central Indiana, too. Would you consider yourself a blue dot? You you a green dot? A green dot? <laughs>
1: yeah. What do the, you mean?
0: The Green Party. <laughs> no,
1: I don't identify very well with the Green Party. They're too anti-science for my taste. Or at least their candidate was.
0: I don't know if the entire party is. I think yeah. the candidate that they had chosen. was. I don't
1: know. I'd it's like to look up their. Washy. I'd like to look up their platform because I feel like they embrace a little bit too much of the of the woo for my taste. Maybe yeah. Um
0: yeah i don't know i mean even though see i struggle with this whole blue dot and a red sea kind of a deal because like i say i do work in a university and um but i live in indiana i live in a factory town <clears throat> which tends to go blue uh but i am still in a bubble yeah um i don't hear many people Other than friends that I may have gone to school with, high school with, or whatever, I see, you know. And it depends who it is or what it is that they do, but uh, I I have an atheist friend who is full on board with Trump. And it blows my mind.
1: (laughs) It's very confusing to me, too.
0: Because I think to an extent he is a humanist. Um I mean I would say he cares about humanity in general uh but oh my god I I would he would consistently say killery this killery that and it's just a it's incredible I uh th- I think that's a, the other part the other thing that bothers me is um the mentality of those people and their showboating Following the election of Trump, mm-hmm. uh, is this this all out? No, boo, boo, you lost. Get over it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, really? Because I don't remember us doing that. I don't remember yeah. doing that when Obama. I was happy, but I didn't like put it in people's faces.
1: Yeah, I mean, I
0: don't get it. <laughs> Facebook
1: just, is littered with memes of babies crying captioned it something about a liberal whiny yeah. liberal baby or something yeah.
0: i don't understand this i don't know I, I i wish i could understand what the hell is actually going on what are we witnessing happen in front of i mean <laughs> what is this crazy thing that's happening in front of our faces what kind of a world are we going into i don't know i, I mean is it it is idiocracy truly upon us now because
1: because Trump's the closest thing to anything from that movie I've ever seen in reality okay
0: so the other thing that totally bothers me about what's going to happen in these next four years is um, climate change denial
1: yeah he's been pretty vocal with that I once again he stepped back on that after being elected to say well there it may be human cause to some degree. But he'd also tweeted that it's a Chinese hoax and uh he's also placed people in charge. Like his the, who was the guy, the leader of his transition team for the uh EPA was pretty avid, pretty avid climate change denier, yeah. Yeah. i I, I refuse to call them climate skeptics because skeptics are people who use their fucking brains. Um
0: I like that, you are. I agree with you.
1: Yeah, but uh, can't think of the guy's name. I don't even know if it matters.
0: <laughs> and then, um, what was it? The, uh, was it the, what? What would that be? What would he be chair of? Um, was it, I mean, is it the what oversees NASA and everything? The,
1: no, he was. I was thinking of the. Uh, his name is Myron Ebel. Uh, Donald Trump's—he's the leader of the EPA transition team. It is the EPA, okay. yeah, the Environmental Protection Agency. So, like, this guy is a this guy is a climate denier, and um, that's who he picked to to set up the leaders of the EPA.
0: Of course you've got Rick Perry, Department of Energy. That makes
1: total sense.
0: Uh that's one of the departments that he wanted to get rid of as president. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, you know, he he named off a couple and then forgot the other two or something like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think he got through Department of Education and a few others. But yeah, no seriously though. Um what are what is going ha- <laughs> to um the climate change part is one of the things that I think I fear more than anything, not to say that uh, shouldn't have church and state, public education, um, gay rights, um, not to say that those things aren't important. It's the issue that if we fuck up our climate, none of it matters. Right. <laughs> So you have a person in charge now uh, who has put other people in charge who just think it's a bunch of bullshit or they say it is. I don't know. But at the same time, if I'm not mistaken, Donald Trump had a golf course near or in Scotland that was uh, near uh, sea level. And if I'm not mistaken, he's actually – I'll have to look this up uh, – Maybe our listeners can look it up, too, and call me out for this. But if if I'm not mistaken, he basically uh, was doing everything he could to fortify, I guess, to keep water out of the golf course. Like, he understood that water levels are rising, and he's doing something to take care of his golf course. Yet, it doesn't exist.
1: That's interesting.
0: That was something I read somewhere. Uh, Somebody correct me. Um, I'm not going to take the time right now to look it up on google but yeah uh, that was something that popped up across my news feed of course it may have been one of those uh liberal magazines that i unfollowed post-election because they were too biased Right,
1: you know what i mean oh i unfollowed so many so many liberal uh news sources but uh
0: i actually unfollowed huffington post
1: so did i like
0: as much as I liked reading their stories and there were a lot of good articles. I've read a lot of good articles that were fact-based and whatnot, but there's such a liberal slant on most of the stuff that they do. It's
1: right. You're, they are guilty of the misleading headlines. Oh yeah. And, um, I'm so tired of verbally and commentary. Um,
0: (laughs) speaking of which okay misleading headlines and sensationalism you know it's just uh, a really really great way to get your clicks up and whatnot um i was grocery shopping today at local uh, national food chain
1: <laughs> uh-huh
0: and uh i ran across this magazine I, I wanted to share this. I haven't shared it anywhere yet, but I wanted to share this because I was like, "You got to be kidding me! This is this is something that people read." And I don't know that we have listeners who listen or who read this magazine, but it's called Survivor's Edge. My guess is we probably don't, but I'm not going to say we don't for sure. But the magazine is Survivor's Edge. It is the ultimate guide for dangerous times. <laughs> I mean, it, um, the top. It says Zika outbreak. Is it today's black plague? I mean, this thing's reading like a weekly world news Uh newspaper. Oh, it says prep for mayhem, mindset, skills, and weapons, survival lessons. Your kids must learn. (laughs) Let's stroud. uh, Let's see. uh, (laughs) I don't know. It was just, do you see, I, I know I'm showing you a picture that nobody else can see, but this is this was placed somewhere out. It wasn't even in the magazine section. It was just sitting on top of food somewhere. And I look at that and I'm thinking to myself, is this shit for real?
1: Doomsday prep stuff.
0: What do you do with that? I mean, I know that people are a bit, people are out there. There are people with arsenals in their basement that could take out lots of things, I'm sure. But it's just like, Maybe they're preparing for global warming To fuck shit up (laughs) I don't know man But That was a tangent I had to share it sorry
1: That's okay I just uh, It's It's hard to say I think we'll have a lot more To say Regarding these issues As you know the Presidency Unfolds. unfolds A little bit yeah like right now, he still hasn't even taken office. Um, not optimistic based on his, you know, administration picks. Not optimistic at all. Even, I mean, the, one of the other ones that really bugs me is Betsy DeVos, the...
0: Public education?
1: Yeah, uh, who seems to just hate public education and wants to basically defund it and help with uh, promoting the voucher system, which means my tax dollars could be going towards your kid going to some religious bullshit school, mm-hmm. which really bothers me. I think that's a separation of church and state issue. That's, uh, that's my opinion on that.
0: Of course, our vice president-elect backs them completely.
1: Of course he does.
0: Um, if I'm not mistaken, Indiana is one of a handful of states where public tax dollars do go to teaching certain kids creationism. Um, yeah. There's a lot to look forward to. And I do, I do agree. I think once it actually happens and things actually start happening, I mean, right now there's a lot of hearsay. It doesn't look great whatsoever.
1: No, it's it's hard to be optimistic at all. But...
0: So, can I ask you what do you plan to do what are you what are you going to do going forward
1: i'm just i guess all i can do is just pay attention um and i can what i can voice my opinion i can write my senators i can i can prepare for the midterms and really hope that those that share values of inclusivity and values of uh, protecting the environment and, you know, strengthening education and (laughs) science, those people will show up and they will vote out those that are hoping to halt or even ruin our progress that we've made in the past eight years.
0: Do you consider yourself an optimist or a pessimist?
1: I try to be optimistic. Um, it's hard to say what I consider myself, honestly. <laughs> I, I do try to be optimistic, but I think we are going to get through this. And I don't think it's the end of the United States. And if, he, if he's as bad as we all think he's going to be, he's only going to be in there for four years.
0: It's the four years of damage that we'll have to deal with.
1: Yeah. Well, we, we just hope that the, those checks and balances that, that we are all so fond of actually come through. Um,
0: uh, do you think... part? Okay, part of the other thing that bothers me, I mentioned idiocracy earlier. I don't think half our country voted... I don't think half of eligible voters didn't vote. I could, I could be wrong on that step, but I I know that a lot, a whole lot of people didn't vote. Uh, what were the final, I mean, what was it? 50, they each got about 56 to 59 million votes. Um, so the people who aren't voting, why aren't they voting?
1: I think a lot of people feel like it doesn't matter. like, like it's there, there. You have your on the extreme end. You have your conspiracy theorists who believe that everything's already been planned out and they can do nothing to change it. Then you have those people who think their one vote doesn't matter, and you have these people who, in protest, decided not to vote. Um,
0: How about um, the amount of people who are entertained by TV who just don't care?
1: Yeah, that's that's a big problem. Um, I personally know people who I think consider sports to be the most important thing in the world, and it's what they live and breathe is watching sports, sports statistics, sports analysis.
0: Didn't you used to be one of those guys? Yeah,
1: because I kind of used to be. I did. Um, what changed? I don't know. I just like... It's It's like a light went off in me. <laughs> I think... Definitely... Definitely my... Um, my... Increased interest in... Um, scientific things. The universe. Um, which is also what led to my atheism. But... I think when I started considering my place in the world and the universe, I just started looking at things like sports as like, why does this matter so much to me? Mm -hmm. Um, because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter at all. It's just, it's entertaining. And I still watch sports.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And I still watch, (laughs) I still watch IU basketball, Indiana university (laughs) basketball. Um, sort of watched Indianapolis Colts um, I'm a Cincinnati Reds fan And it was cool that the Cubs won the World Series I'll agree with that I, I was I was rooting for them uh, uh,
0: See, I didn't even watch a damn game this season Because I was a superstitious Cubs fan I was superstitious and I am not a superstitious person So what does that say?
1: um sports brings out the irrationality in all of us I think so <laughs> um because I knew my not watching had absolutely
0: no effect on the fact that they won game seven yeah um but yeah there is this and that's the thing I mean even at that I mean we're still entertained by that but um uh I guess I'm just uh baffled by the lack of interest or caring about what's going on. Maybe it's, maybe things have gotten so bad. People just so hard to follow. So hard to understand. People just don't care. Yeah. Um, which is sad because this, this shouldn't be hard to follow. Why does it have to be hard to follow? um, are we getting too split up by worrying about, um, things that shouldn't matter in government? Um, whether, uh, a transgender person uses the correct bathroom or w- whatever the hell that is. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel really deflated. <laughs> it's really bad because I'm a freaking optimist. I really am I know I'm an optimist But I feel like uh, I feel like we've lost our way somehow And Between the, the Boy we've really been Kind of been all over the place on this show But um, You know making fun With our Right wing watch roulette And stuff Making fun of these people who just seem really far out there Um um, should we be
1: doing that? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's funny, but it is funny. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it. I don't think it really does. The the right wing watch roulette thing. I felt like served no purpose other than for us to laugh and to poke fun. Um, if a person from the right were listening to our show and and heard that segment. They probably a good portion of them would probably be a little offended, Um, and it wouldn't help us. It wouldn't it wouldn't help us bring them over to our side at all. Yeah. Um, Or at least like entertain like our perspective in any way. And it probably wasn't helping our side because we were encouraging people to point and laugh and Uh um, feel superior.
0: So what do people like us while we have a podcast and it's, it is what it is. It's not like we're making the big bucks with uh uh sponsors or anything like that, but we are kind of in a media Um and there are lots of, you know, I mean, Rachel Maddow, she might as well be doing a podcast. I mean, what's, what's the real difference other than the fact, okay, maybe her journalism is better than ours. No, it's probably a lot better than ours, really. Not, not maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're just a couple. What does our Twitter say? A couple average guys riffing on science and religion and politics.
1: Yeah, and now that we're we we're back, this is this is an abnormal show. We're just talking because we haven't done this for a while. I'm kind of getting our legs, but. We're an hour and thirteen minutes in. I'm
0: wondering how many people are actually this far.
1: <laughs> I certainly do not plan to stop attacking pseudoscience on this show. Oh, um, yeah. And that, I to me that is something that deserves to be attacked. Um, I might be a little bit more um, tactful, I guess, in in doing that. Um, but it's, it's a problem, and it's, it's more dangerous than I think people give it credit for. Um, and I'm unfortunately, pseudoscience, I'm just feeling like it's more and more being a, becoming a bigger problem on the left than the right, um, the acceptance of pseudoscience.
0: Why is that? I don't understand. Why is, because, I mean, as far as I can tell, uh, people on the right are, you know, they're all about Making sure they 're vaccinated and stuff, and i don 't even know that they really care about um, gMOs or anything what I think it is
1: on um, is is dist- to the
0: extent of the left seems
1: to i think it's distrust of our uh, institutions. I think people look at things like vaccines and how uh, a lot of these things are approved through the fda and um, other government organizations, or and then you know the, the left loves to use the term big pharma.
0: Okay, but let me stop you for a second because yes, I understand what you're saying, but the problem I have with that is we're okay with affordable care act and the government running our health care. The same people who are happy about that are
1: against big pharma. What is? What is that? What's going on what's the disconnect at? What's happening? And I'm sure that the I'm sure that uh the pharmaceutical companies, uh the lobby, big farm, whatever the hell you want to call it, I'm sure that there are some shady practices that go down business wise. And that can attest to the prices of a lot of these drugs. But the scientists that are working for these companies are just they're they're in their doing their jobs. They're trying to find, to develop the best medicines. They're trying to develop things to help us. And don't attack the actual scientists and the work that they do. That's what's, that's what bothers me so much. You see these people on the left that are calling the scientists, basically saying the scientists are shills and the, the, The the problem is you're not presenting any evidence for that. You're assuming because there have been some shady business practices going down with whether it be pharmaceutical companies or uh, seed companies like Monsanto when it comes to food. Like, you can't demonize the technology because of the business practices of those that, that distribute the fruits of the technology. Just because... You might not like the way these products are handled. Um, Does not mean that they were the creation of them were achieved by dishonest means, and that does not make it automatically okay to start saying I'm going to start taking ginger root for for a serious (laughs) disease or something like that. You know, (laughs) I don't know. I just, of Of course, course the the right right is. Their, their biggest problem with uh, science denial is climate change, and that, that's probably the biggest one. That might make up for five anti-GMOs. <laughs> denial of climate change. But GMOs, and denying GMO technology is pretty rough too because got to feed people.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That, that stuff kind of really... Uh, was, it, was it you I was talking to? I know that you and I tend to talk back and forth like there's a conversation happening on Facebook uh-huh. and then I'm, and then we're back and forth on messenger. Like, can you believe this person thinks like this yeah. or whatever? Like these people are cool, but how do they believe this? I mean, uh, I think one of our friends posted a picture of a piece of corn. It was a corn cob that was like black, I think. And it said, non GMO, something like that on it. Uh-huh. And, uh, I don't remember the spe- specificities. Is that a word? Is that a word? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, specifics the specifics of this. Details. Um, but there was, you know, the corn did not look like how corn is supposed to look, as I'm air quoting, whatever that means, because, yeah, the corn that we eat today doesn't look like it did a thousand years ago. That's for damn sure. Right. Um, it was a lot smaller and didn't taste near as good. But, uh,. <laughs> Every time I see a non-GMO label on a package of food, and I'm buying it, I'm shaking my head. Same. I'm like, this is so frustrating. I do, I do not condone the use of this label on this piece of, uh, on this package because it's bullshit. It's, it's a lie. They're all fucking lies, and I'm buying physically buying this to feed my daughter or whatever because it's nutritious. And that's why
1: it pisses me off that Chipotle has to be so goddamn tasty because I go in there and I eat it and I look at their non-GMO bullshit up on their menu. And
0: you just want to say something.
1: Yeah. Um And I'm giving money to those people to push this. I I, try, I actually seriously have tried not to go there. But Sometimes so I'll just really be tasty. on my way into work and want some food, and I'll see Chipotle, and I'll have to stop because it's good.
0: I just don't understand how they get away with it. How do, you, how do, how do these come? That's a whole other topic. Yeah,
1: Let's well, not. Yeah. We've gotten pretty too But you, as far as the right wing watch thing, what do, you, what do you think about this? It might not even work because we've been gone so long. We might not have people listening this early on. But if so, maybe we ask the listeners what we should do about Right-wing watch roulette. What do, what do you mean? mean? Well, maybe we let the listeners decide if we continue think something like that.
0: Oh, well, okay. Sure. If they respond to us. Yeah, if they respond.
1: <laughs> should we continue right-wing watch roulette, or should we take a more uh, diplomatic approach to our show? Hmm. We'll see,
0: I guess I just kind of got into it. I guess I never did complete the thought I was going for, because as as we are people are we are media people will download us and listen to us should we be doing something differently than sensationalizing things are we sensationalizing maybe we're not really sensationalizing but do we have a responsibility to do we have any do we have responsibility
1: I suppose, well, on I mean, a smaller scale. but t-
0: Technically, we're not like authority figures.
1: You, no, not at you, all.
0: You don't have your degree yet, while I'm not minimizing what you've accomplished to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, my degree has absolutely nothing to do with religion or science or anything. It's, yeah. it's about technology. Uh, and I mean like this kind of technology, video, whatever. Um, so, I mean... M- Sure, I do my own research. I I look things up and I understand things. I'm I'm a Google holic, I guess. Anytime I'm looking for something I can't find it, I'm like, I gotta Google that. I gotta figure out what that is. I gotta learn more about it. Um But yeah, I do. I, I guess I wonder whether we have any sort of responsibility to the listener. I mean I don't I don't want people to be running around with false information.
1: I think we definitely have a responsibility in that area to make sure that we're that we're getting our information from the most reputable sources and when we post links to anything that we might talk about make sure it's been checked and it's reputable and we we haven't just fallen for some sort of yeah. clickbaity sensationalized yeah. headline full of hyperbole in the body of the article so and by the way this is show number 44
0: did you look at that yeah. does that count the shows that we didn't
1: release <laughs> it, I'm not counting those
0: there's two right yeah so
1: two. it would be like 46 Okay. But officially, it's show forty-four
0: on the reboot. Reboot for the new thing, so it's show number one. Yeah, it's an odd show. Yeah, do you remember our first show?
1: I do. That was a fun show. All we did on that show was really talk about our origins. Yeah, and then, I enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: I still enjoy that fond memories of that show.
1: And yeah, I I don't I I think that anybody who's returning to listen to this show again can rest assured that we are will talk. Religious topics. We will talk science topics. This is not. I don't think this show is going to become solely political. We just had a lot to get off of our chests after that the previous election. So that this show probably had a more political, oh, uh, yeah. political theme to it than we probably you'll probably see in the future. And just general humanism, like, are we doing what's best for humanity as as people? I think that's important to both of us.
0: Yeah, it seems weird for me to be starting off a reboot in a sense. Uh, it's our f- first show in a year and a half, and it seems somber. We're not with it. Um, we're not making fun
1: of idiot people. And also, I just haven't had dinner yet. So, oh, is that what it is? I'm a real grumpy asshole sometimes when <laughs> I haven't had dinner. That's eh, okay. I'll get something else.
0: <laughs> um. I don't know. Okay, I know we did talk about doing this like every two weeks. I was just looking at my phone a little bit ago to check check schedules, and it looks like the thirtieth is another good record date. Oh, great!
1: She's off, so it could work out. That's two weeks from now. Yeah, yeah. it <laughs> is. Yeah. Wow! So we could actually possibly make Get it our a good first start. Yeah! Wow. Because I think we we had tried uh, for a while. We got on a roll. I think we were doing this show weekly, and then it kind of stopped. It was and, by, yeah. But biweekly, I think, is a is a good yeah. goal for now. And if things go well, who knows? Maybe we will. True. Yeah. I mean, it is tough
0: because we do have different schedules. Things have changed. We have different family situations now. You've heard this a number of times. Um, I think I even, <laughs> I think on our on our being humanist Facebook page, I may have even. Uh, posted a hey, we're doing a show like months back, and it'll be on and then, after I said that, I realized that we didn't have the cash flow to make it happen Oh <laughs> yeah, and it never happened. Nobody said anything you know of our hundred and whatever
1: potential listeners, um, yeah, I do remember that announcement uh we're recording a show, yeah, and then it never showed up
0: um i think I think a lot of things need to um while we sound down and out, um, I've been trying to make a bit of a comeback on Twitter and Facebook. I hope you will jump on there as well. Yeah, uh, I, th- I,
1: felt I felt like, like I, I, I feel I like, like I enjoy contributing on the Facebook page more than I do Twitter. So that'll probably be more of what I
0: hmm. contribute. But um, I would also be interested to know if uh, Justin or anybody else wanted to jump on the show occasionally. No,
1: I, I, have I have no, no doubt, doubt. Justin, Justin will be just Justin. fine with
0: it. <laughs> um, and um, I think, I, uh, I think one, I really enjoy bringing guests on who, um, are just like you and I. Yeah. Who want to talk about wh- why they are who they are and how they got here? What's going on? how about we just say that we're back. We had a brief interruption on a phone call. We don't know where we were when we left off. Um, but, uh, I think that we're going to get this hopefully on track for every two weeks. We'll have a new show. Um, I think what I was going to say was I'm hoping to get in some people like us, like we have always done with their stories about how they got where they got to and how they became atheists and sure. humanism. But I'm also going to try really hard to bring in, Some Ph.D. level smart people, right? (laughs) It's very good. It's going to be incredible.
1: (laughs) It's going to be great. It's going to be huge. It's huge. Anyway, uh, also, you know, we. What do you think about even bringing in some people that don't agree with us?
0: Yes, that is also another thing I would love to do. It would be huge. Um, I would love to bring in some christians maybe muslims if i get a chance but yeah um maybe even people who agree with us on certain things but don't on others like uh gmo is tough yeah that could be tough that would be a crazy conversation
1: i'd have to brace myself for that show Uh, don't be a dick don't be (laughs) dick.
0: i do wonder how many of our listeners don't agree with us about that stuff
1: Um, that'd be interesting to hear um
0: Hey, beinghumanist.podcast at gmail.com. Send us your emails if you have questions or concerns or whatever. We'd love to hear from you. Um, random note, this show is going to come out after today, which is Monday, January 16th. But today does happen to be Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, and I just ran across this quote, which I wanted to share, because normally we kind of do this outro things or whatever. Um, I don't think we'll have an outro today. But I did want to read this quote. And we don't have to elaborate on it. I just thought it was good. Maybe I'll finish with that. So I mean as always being or sorry. <laughs> uh we're on Facebook dot com slash being podcast. Um Twitter follow us at being PC. It's been a while since I've said these and uh, the, the email again, being humanist.podcast at gmail.com. Is there anything you want to finish or add to this before I close on this quote?
1: I don't think so. Because
0: you haven't heard this quote. You may not agree with this quote at all.
1: We'll we'll see.
0: Um, I think as always keep thinking, (laughs) thinking. (laughs) um, continue looking up to the sky I, I think i'm ripping off neil deGrasse tyson at this point or carl sagan um but yeah we're here we're back i'd like to stick around i needed this it was cathartic today yeah
1: definitely <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what else
0: to say so uh,
1: yeah i'm mike and i'm keith
0: yeah, we're being humanists Thanks for listening <laughs> um, Here's the quote Martin Luther King Jr. I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate The Negro's great stumbling block in his stride toward freedom Is not the Ku Klux Klan Or the white Excuse me But the white moderate Who prefers a negative peace The absence of tension To a positive peace The presence of justice Shallow understanding from people of goodwill is more frustrating than absolute misunderstanding from people of ill will. That was from his letter from Birmingham jail in 1963. There's a lot in there. Yeah. the show was nothing about that, but it's something I wouldn't mind everybody thinking about. So, hey, if you have any thoughts on that quote or whatever, feel free to email us. We'll see you guys next time. Keep thinking.
1: Keep thinking.